0: Hey, it's Monday, August 29th, 2022. Today in cannabis, the FDA is cracking down on ingestible CBD products. MedMen exits the Florida market at a loss. We've got some mid-year sales numbers as well as second quarter earnings information. Plus, we've also got our cannabis conference review. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. You need to know what's happening We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M-News Now. The Food and Drug Administration has spent the last couple years focusing on pandemic-related issues. But recently, it's been putting more focus on CBD products. There's been an increase in the number of warning letters being sent to companies, and that's expected to increase. The FDA's official stance is that because CBD has been approved for use in pharmaceuticals, it cannot legally be sold in any ingestible form, and therefore cannot be marketed or sold as a dietary supplement or food. Additionally, if a CBD company makes health or wellness claims, such as helping with pain or helping with stress management or relaxation, then the FDA considers that to be an unauthorized drug. Prior to the pandemic, the FDA enforced this by issuing warning letters. Those letters decreased during the pandemic, but now it appears that those letters are going out once again. After warning letters, the FDA next has the authority to assess fines or even refer cases to the Justice Department. Because of the latest increase in warning letters, CBD companies should avoid any direct or indirect claims that CBD has any health or wellness benefits. Multi-state operator MedMen has sold all of its assets in the Florida medical cannabis market. MedMen first announced the sale of its business license and all the assets in Florida back in February for a price of $83 million. The final sale income ended up being $16 million lower than they had hoped, closing out at $67 million instead of $83 million. MedMen sold their business license, their seven dispensaries, their cultivation operations, all existing inventory, and the licensing of MedMen trademarks in the state of Florida to Green Sentry Holdings. MedMen CEO Ed Record said, The sale of MedMen's Florida assets marks an important step in the company's restructuring efforts designed to provide greater financial flexibility and a stronger, leaner operating structure, and ultimately puts us on a path to being overall financially positive. MedMen's multi-state operations are still in Arizona, California, Illinois, Massachusetts, Nevada, and New York. Recently, MedMen had been in negotiations of selling off its New York assets as well to Ascend Wellness Holdings. The two had been working on a deal for 17 months when, earlier in August, Ascend Wellness announced that they'd be walking away from the deal due to what they said was MedMen's assets having deteriorated materially. MedMen CEO Ed Records said, New York's adult-use market will be game-changing for the entire industry, and we're considering all options to ensure strong shareholder return and we are focused on maximizing our existing footprint, including our operations in New York. Total cannabis sales during the first seven months of this year were mostly positive across the country, but a few states did see declines. Most of the growth occurred in the new and emerging state markets. For medical cannabis sales growth, Missouri had the highest growth at 174 percent. Utah saw an increase of 87 percent, and Iowa had an increase of 63% in their medical cannabis sales. For recreational adult use growth, Maine had the highest increase at 159%. Arizona saw an increase of 64%. Michigan had an increase of 57%, and Illinois' increase was 20% for recreational cannabis sales. Some of the states which saw declines in their cannabis sales included well-established markets, where the states are dealing with problems such as overtaxation, overregulation, and too much supply. Those states where they saw at least a 20% decrease in sales included California, Colorado, and Oregon. Second quarter earnings have been reported by some of the biggest cannabis companies. Most are showing an increase in their numbers, but a few have reported sales being down. Those would include Air Wellness, who's down 1% from last year, Tilt Holdings is down 2% over last year, and Planet 13 is down 13.5% from last year, although they still report having more than $50 million in cash on hand. Some of the big multi-state operators with increases in profit numbers include the following. Cresco Labs has seen a 4% increase over last year. Verano has seen a 12% increase from last year. Columbia Care is up an impressive 18% from last year's numbers. And Ascend Wellness Holdings has seen an increase of 20.7% over last year's total sales revenue. Of all these companies reporting their increases, they each had at least $80 million in cash on hand, with Ascend Wellness having the most at $140.6 million in cash on hand. The Cannabis Conference 2022 was held in Las Vegas on August 23rd to 25th. The event was presented by Cannabis Business Times, Cannabis Dispensary, and Hemp Grow. We were there, and today we're going to share what it was like. The event bills itself as the leader in cultivation and dispensary education. It also claims to be the only industry conference dedicated exclusively to plant-touching cannabis and hemp businesses. They said that their goal is to provide cultivation, dispensary, and extraction professionals with the highest level of education from the brightest minds in the industry, covering the latest technologies, services, and solutions in the cannabis industry. The three-day event hosted 40 hours of educational events with more than 90 speakers. There were close to 200 exhibitors across an 85,000-square-foot exhibition hall. There were also plenty of networking opportunities as well. We attended and enjoyed the experiences there. We also spoke with many exhibitors, as well as attendees, to get their feedback on the event. And we found a highly positive response from those we spoke with. The event was held in several exhibition halls at the Paris Las Vegas Hotel, and it couldn't have been more centrally located on this strip. The ballrooms themselves were easy to access, being just a quick walk from the main casino floor and the hotel's restaurants. Inside the conference area, the ballrooms where the speakers and the exhibitions were at were huge, gorgeous, clean, and they felt very high-end. It didn't look like your typical hotel ballroom, but instead, the Paris Las Vegas hotel's decor gave the event a really luxurious feel. The check-in area for the event was organized and easy, with plenty of helpful staff on hand to assist. Friendly faces everywhere made us feel welcome and comfortable, and we were able to breeze right through the check-in process within a few minutes. Walking into the main conference hall, we were greeted by a huge expo floor filled end-to-end with vendors of all kinds. There were tons of attendees walking around and milling about, chatting with everyone. The event felt vibrant and full, but not overly crowded. The billing was geared towards cultivators and dispensaries or any plant-touching businesses. We found that this year's event had plenty for all businesses, but it did seem like it had the most to offer for cultivators. For those cultivation companies, there was vendors for lighting, water systems, nutrients, humidity, planting materials, construction, greenhouses, pest management, drying systems, extraction equipment, packaging, and more. For dispensaries and ancillary businesses, we saw vendors that were focused on payment systems, management, software, transportation, staffing, training, accounting, taxes, legal help, marketing, banking, and funding, as well as others. We also saw dispensary franchise opportunities, seeds for sale, and edible support services. Of the vendors we spoke with, most felt that the event was very worthwhile attending and that they'd made some really great contacts while there. One nutrient company said they'd been busy all day making great sales. On the other hand, we did speak to at least one company whose services targeted only dispensary owners, and they felt that they'd not spoke to as many dispensary owners as they had hoped would be attending. Overall, though, the vast majority felt that exhibiting there had been worthwhile, and they said they would do it again. Attendees as well all seemed to agree that the event had been worth the time and money to attend. There was a networking evening event and a catered lunch which made extra time for milling about and networking with others. We found people to be very friendly and approachable, and everyone seemed to be in a great mood. There was a real air of positivity throughout the conference. For those curious about the swag and the food that was provided, or other goodies, those were available. Walking in, we were given a bag for holding information and swag, and some vendors had samples of their products or marketing items like pens and notebooks, water bottles, candy, and more. The conference provided food and drinks for the patrons, which was incredibly delicious. There was a buffet-style layout provided with amazing Mediterranean vegetable salad, loads of sandwiches, chips, and a huge variety of awesome desserts to try. There were also tons of water, sodas, coffee, and tea available throughout the event and easy to access, as well as comfy sofa seating and tables to sit at. This all helped to keep the attendees inside the event and able to continue networking and speaking with others. Many different speakers and presentations provided a vast array of subjects on the industry and education on current practices and systems. The attendees that we spoke with found the sessions they attended to be very informative and provide helpful new information. One attendee said, I've learned a lot so far. I'm getting up to speed with the industry's latest, and I've met so many good contacts. The State of the Industry presentation was given by Noelle Skudzinski, the editorial director of Cannabis Business Times. She provided information on the exciting future in the industry with statistics showing current and projected growth. She discussed the many challenges facing the industry, too. Overall, though, it was a positive assessment of the current situation and that of the industry to come, including sales expecting to double by 2025. One fun fact she pointed out was that when just four more states legalize adult use, which hopefully could be this November, at that point, half of our country will officially have legalized cannabis. Another huge highlight at the event was the presentation of the inaugural Cannabis Conference Lifetime Achievement Award. Which was presented to advocate, entrepreneur, and one half of the enormously popular cannabis comedy duo Cheech and Chong, Tommy Chong. The 84 year old Tommy Chong spoke to the crowd as he received the award and said, It's a dream for me to be here. He then spent time chatting, signing autographs, and posing for pictures with the many delighted fans who were happy to see the marijuana icon. So, in conclusion, if you work in the industry, in particular in a plant touching business, this event's not to be missed. But even if you aren't directly in cultivation, there is plenty for you to do and see and learn here as well. The informational sessions with the various speakers covered so many helpful topics, and the exhibitors covered enough areas to provide plenty of great opportunities to learn and network. The many people I spoke with, both attendees we met on-site and off-site, as well as the exhibitors and speakers we spoke with, all agreed that they'd happily attend again. Cannabis Now reported that the conference organizers reserved the Paris Resort for next year's expo, but said that increased demand for more exhibition space could eventually force them to move the annual expo to the much larger Las Vegas Convention Center. We'll be looking forward to next year's event, and hopefully you can make it too. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates, and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.